Hey everyone, welcome to a special bonus episode of Locked On Lakers. Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky. The Lakers lose to the Clippers on Friday night. LeBron James answers questions about rumors and his relationship to the Lakers. A lot going on as we head into the weekend. We'll talk about all of it next. You are Locked On Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, Thanks to everybody for making Locked On Lakers first listen of every day, Monday through Friday. And Andy, sometimes on Saturday, Mm -hmm. um, we We uh, are wonderful people. We really are uh, getting fresh content up for you. Um, We'll get to LeBron here in a second because he... (laughs) Sat and answered questions about all the controversy uh, that has been swirling about. Um, but let's let's do the game first because uh, one of the few bits of intrigue I, st- I guess still left for the Lakers uh, in the last twenty five games, twenty four, twenty five games, whatever it is, uh, is where they could finish. Uh, could they jump up to a seven seed, uh, an eight seed, whatever it might be? Uh, they they sucked some of the drama out of that one real quick because. Um, Friday's loss to the Clippers, 105-102, doesn't guarantee that they won't uh, jump above them in the standings, but it puts them two and a half games behind the Clippers and also gives the Clippers the tiebreaker. So um, they'd have to... Holy hell, they got to win this next game next week. (laughs) Oh, God. Damn. Yeah, I mean, that that goes without saying, but they'd have to pass them clean at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, The Lakers now are... Should really... we really should be much more concerned about the catastrophic possibility of them missing the play-in entirely than we are about can they catch the Clippers or the Timberwolves for the 7-8. and eight. The Lakers are now um, three and a half games in front of Portland. Um, does that know? Two and a half games, I'm sorry, in front of Portland for the 10, and then three and a half in front of San Antonio and New Orleans. That New, These games that they play against San Antonio and New Orleans become real interesting. Uh, over the next week, I got two games against New Orleans over the next month. Well, that's so, just your crappy attitude, Brian. I'm still thinking about the sixth seed. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Only Seasons, seven games, baby. <laughs> as, uh, as our friend Harrison Fagan pointed out, uh, trolling everyone on Twitter uh, on, on Friday night, you really can't judge this team until Avery Bradley is healthy and back. Uh, <laughs> season keeps restarting. That's right. Um, so this game was was I, I you know, really a, a perfect encapsulation of the Lakers season. I, as I as I put out on Twitter at Cam Brothers, it was monumentally on brand. Almost I, I was specifically referring to the ending, but really the entire game. The Lakers, as they do, Andy fell behind by 16. Um they came back and then <laughs> completely forgot how to score. They scored four points over the final four minutes of the game. And, you know, there's controversy about replays and this. Lakers couldn't score. They could not get a bucket to save their flipping lives, which has basically been a problem all year long. Well, it was also, Brian, the way the game was bookended because the first quarter, they also could not score. They were 0-4-11 from behind the arc to start this game. LeBron finally got one to fall on the team's 12th attempt. And, and in terms of just how nothing comes easy for this team or sometimes nothing even seems to make sense for this team, 
in the first half of the game, when the Lakers were truly struggling to score, I actually thought they were executing their offense reasonably well. And they had, they, they real- got open looks. The, oh, the looks mean, were not bad. Not just open looks, Brian, wide open <laughs> looks that they could not get to drop. In the second half, they started scoring more and actually took the lead in this game, despite the fact that I think on balance, they were sloppier in the second half than they were. You know what they did, though? I will say that I agree with you that they were a little bit looser and a little bit sloppier, but what they did do was speed things up. And and that will sometimes create sloppiness, create turnovers and loose play and things like that. Um, They sped the game up considerably, which is part of the reason they were able to actually score. Uh, in in the in the third quarter, they had a huge third quarter um, where they they you know took the lead. They had a five point lead in this game, mm-hmm. you know, heading down the stretch in the fourth quarter, um, you know, and then decided to stop scoring as their as their uh, strategy. Um, but when they were retaking the lead, thirty one fifteen in the third quarter, I I you figure what are we sixty games in? I would know better. I was thinking to myself like this is one of those. Like, you know, put up or shut up quarters, like moments where the the team is has got to step up and do, and like they 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 overcame this this deficit. Tht, I was like, it's it's a put up or shut up moment for the team. It's a put up or shut up moment for Tht, who had a massive third quarter, really played well into the fourth, finished with sixteen points. I think all of them were in the second half, correct? Yes, yes, they were. Um, uh, you know, sixteen points, two or three from three or two or two from three point range. Carmelo Anthony played much all. better as the game went along. He was good. Mm-hmm. He was good in the second half. La- you know, last shot that he, or second to last shot for the Lakers that he uh, basically airballed, notwithstanding awful, awful execution of the final or second to last set for the Lakers. Um, they were just kind of standing around waiting for LeBron. They were waiting for the double. LeBron, I right. think, was waiting for the double, which came. Yes. It was actually a triple, um, which came. And then, you know, he swung the ball to Melo. It was not a great pass from, from LeBron. Not and a great Mello game from ha- LeBron. I think Melo had a little bit more time. And we'll get to, yeah, I agree with you because LeBron, you know, I think LeBron, I think Melo had a little bit more time than he thought. And he, the, the Lakers actually did, because they're only down by one at that point, have a, a setup. I believe it was. Um, I forget who was in the corner for the Clippers because Covington was on LeBron, but um, he could have either tried to swing it to THT in the corner or Westbrook would have been alone underneath the basket completely by himself. So, I mean, like yeah. there, there, there was enough time to make one more pass, make one more action, whatever. And Mello just, I think, couldn't. You know, the whole possession was mush, man. (laughs) It just was was all, and it was good. They scored, it was a microcosm of everything we've seen that they scored four points down the stretch, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, over the last four minutes. You get a bucket somewhere in there, and uh, man, we're not even going to spend any time talking about that call and all that stuff because it's uh, that to me isn't isn't the issue. But you mentioned more weird than truly important, right? And you know, Lakers ended up getting the ball right back anyway. So, you, you, you know, you mentioned LeBron. You know, earlier in the week when we talked about like what needs to happen for the Lakers to win these games while Anthony Davis is out is like you need really good play from Russell Westbrook, um, who was fine, you know, didn't turn the ball over, um, only had one assist, which is a little weird for him, well, nine twenty one I mean, from the floor. He he only had one assist in part because for a long time nobody could Lakers make a couldn't shot. hit a shot. Right. I mean they shot I, I actually thought they Russ, shot twenty six percent from three and forty two percent overall fine in this game. He was fine. I, That's why I, 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 I think that was a perfectly fine fair evaluation that I gave. He was fine. 
LeBron, though, as you mentioned, was not good. Um, no. And that cannot happen for the, if the Lakers are going to win. Yeah, 6 of 18 from the field, 2 of 8 from behind the arc. Um, did have 11 rebounds, but 6 turnovers. You know, he, he, he was sloppy with the ball. Like, honestly, it felt like he had more than 6 turnovers, and 6 mm-hmm. is pretty high. Against um, 3 assists. Yeah. Lakers only and, had 18 assists on 39 makes, which is very low in, in, with your home scorer. <laughs> like, yeah. that's bad. Yeah, and it just – it was – it was not a great game from LeBron. And, mm-hmm. you know, th- this is a stretch right now where, you know, fair or not, they really, really need LeBron to be at the top of his game mm-hmm. at all times because, you know, good contributions from THT and Mello and Westbrook still just may not be enough. Dwight Howard actually played Dwight very played well. Dwight really, had game. a really nice game 26 uh, minutes, 14 points, 16 rebounds, three blocks. Yeah, well, it felt too like he had seven offensive rebounds. It felt like he had like fifty because they kept missing everything. But you know, it just in many opportunities. Th- this was just a this was a really demoralizing, brutal loss for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. There's just there's no way around this. They needed this badly. Yeah, because I mean. The the difference between the seven and the eight is significant. I I don't think. I mean, I'm sorry, the eight and the nine. And like, I I don't think the Lakers are going to be able to catch Minnesota. Um, although the Timberwolves got annihilated by uh, the Harden Embiid Sixers on Friday, um, I still just don't. I don't think the Lakers are too far behind in there. Um, but there's a big difference between two chances to win one game and you're through, versus you got to win them both. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's not like these team has put together a bunch of win streaks over the course. Two really constitutes a streak for the 2021-22 Lakers. They did do some stuff in the lineup. Frank Vogel with Avery Bradley unavailable. Um, you know, Kendrick Nunn obviously still out. You know, he, he shuffled the starting lineup around a little bit. He finally did start Austin Reeves, played 33 minutes. Um, you know, did Austin Reeves stuff throughout most of the game. Um, and... You know, Dwight Howard started, um, and we, we mentioned that. So, I mean, they're they're still throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks. But you just you see the deficiencies in this in this team, particularly their ability to score on a night where LeBron isn't dominant and a guy like Malik Monk um, is off. You know, and and Malik's entitled to have a a, a a tough game now and then. And you don't want to necessarily have to rely on him to put you to give you twenty three a night going forward. Like you know, they're going to need. Mellow, who did perform, they need THT. They, but they also need more out of, you know, forty percent of the starting lineup than the eight points they got out of Ariza and Reeves. Yeah, and and they also, I mean, those guys took nine shots between them. They need to be taking more. They need to be looking for their offense more, especially in a night where the offense just isn't coming. And you know, you mentioned the four points in the last four minutes down the stretch. I mean that. That's where you really, or it's one of the many areas, but I think one that felt really significant where you know it's not it's not happening for LeBron because a lot of the fourth quarter execution is going to really come down to how does LeBron execute? You mm-hmm. know, I mean, that that's just the burden that he's carrying right now with this team. Um, all right, so well, let's talk a little bit about LeBron, um, who addressing the media did talk about all the stuff that's been going on. Uh, there was a report in ESPN that Rich Paul, I think we mentioned that. Did we mention this in the podcast? Rich Paul met with uh, earlier in the week with uh, management 
and made it clear that they haven't. Uh, they're not trying to get like Rob fired or the right. Rambi there, fired. They're there was another through. report from uh, Sam Amick from the Athletic uh, confirming that with a little bit more details um, about a meeting that happened uh, Tuesday earlier Dude. in the week. Um, it's you know all of this stuff is very interesting to me just because so much of it is almost like listening to politicians and lawyers. Um, you know knocking down some you know sort of knocking down straw men or like creating things that weren't necessarily part of the reporting and obviously you know lebron talked a lot about how you know he says a couple innocent things and and the media as a, as a whole starts running with them um he did say that he is here he you know envisions himself as a laker until he's done um you know the brawny stuff i guess being the the bit of a wild card there but he said i don't even know if that's going to be something that can happen acknowledging what you said um i think it was for friday's show that like you don't know when Bronny's going to be in the nba it's not like right. a guaranteed one and done thing and lebron seemed to acknowledge that on on friday that said andy unless you disagree i don't think any of this means that all the stuff that he that came out last week you know through the all-star break and whatever was fake um, I think it's all designed to make sure that something happens over the course of this offseason to make. This well, here's back. how you know. Here's how you know, Brian, that it's not all fake because a lot of the reporters that you know really dug into this, they spoke to people on the Lakers side. You know, you could mm -hmm. tell that they were sourcing from the Lakers, and none of the sourcing uh, reported out the hell you people talking about. There's no problems between us. We're fine. Like, I mean, you don't meet with the brass like rich paul does not meet with genie bus and rob palinka for a sit down if there's nothing to talk about at all you know what i mean like the, the, if this was just a game of reporter telephone mm -hmm. rich paul would have just called rob palinka or called genie or called both of them and said look i don't know where this came from bron is not about anything cool. like like you guys know we're not upset about anything clearly people i mean I know, I know just from talking a little bit with people who've done more of the digging than us, I know that there were people on the Lakers side concerned about this. I mean, yeah. it's just obvious from the reporting that there right. has been tension. And here's the thing, like this, it's a pattern for LeBron, the sort of the passive aggressive sort of putting teams on notice and things like that. Um, as you, I think, made the point first on, on Friday, like there's some sense that, you know, that, that team LeBron probably wanted to dial some of this back a little bit that it was i think a the reaction and the backlash hot. was even acknowledging obviously this all began with intentionality from lebron and it's really interesting too because really all of this began with dave McMenamin from espn his report refuting rob palinka's comments that lebron and anthony davis both clutch clients were in alignment with I, rob palinka's decision still, you know, we, not to do anything at the deadline I still think that none of this happens if Rob doesn't say that. Sure, it's but, but very the, muted if it happens. Well, yeah, probably. But the point being, though, that whether that came from LeBron, whether it came from AD, whether it came from Clutch, you know, somebody, somebody on that side gave that to Dave McMenamin for a reason, mm -hmm. and that's really the genesis of all of this. Like, even if you think the media ran with this too much. And that this, that this became a bigger story than was merited. And because of that, people took LeBron's comments about Les Snead, which he said afterwards, like, look, the F them pick shirt. I thought it was a cool shirt. 
That's my attitude towards this, by the way. That was Rob's attitude. Right. He, and and he, pointed, he pointed out that when has traded, they, they did trade a draft pick for us. Look, uh, I kind of wish they hadn't, but you know, they did. Look, here's the, I actually said this during Friday's show, Brian, you can, you can make an argument that the Lakers have been too active in terms mm -hmm. of moves that they've made since LeBron arrived. Since LeBron arrived, the only Lakers still on the roster is LeBron. They've literally moved everybody who was ever on the roster since LeBron arrived. So you can't accuse them of sitting on their hands, but there was some, there was obviously some knowing intention from LeBron because he's too smart. He knows right. how these things are going to be received because he's aware of what was being said leading up to this. Even if, again, even if you think that the media ran with it more than was merited right they the didn't run with like, it based off you know, nothing retiring as a calf as right. you know i think we both we you know made the points like it could be a one-day contract it could be three years from now it could be five years from now it could be you know any you know but like that doesn't necessarily mean it. playing with brawny okay that's that's not necessarily but like you put all these things together and it's there's no currency in in having this conversation every day. Whether it doesn't help the Lakers, it doesn't help Clutch, it doesn't help LeBron, and so to try to put you know put the fire out and just let things settle until either this season becomes an even bigger tire fire, which is possible. I, I hate pointing that out, but it is possible. Or uh, the the off season comes and they can start the process of trying to fix it. Um, you know, that's that's when this will happen. All right. Well, it's a lot more that we'll get into uh, over the course of um, the, you know, over the course of the next week. The Lakers now uh, turn to um, when do they play again? Is that Sunday? Sunday, Sunday yeah. against New Orleans, mm -hmm. uh, a big game against the Pelicans. If you don't want them chasing you down and, and, and uh, you know, if you don't want us to talk about, like, hey, they could miss the play entirely, go win the Pelican game. Plus, they're honoring Stu Lance that night. You want to win for Stu. Win man. for Stu. Stu win deserves Stu. it. Um, but, Andy, before we go, it's very important that we tell people about the following. Uh, first of all, that Locked on Lakers is brought to you by Built Bar. February is almost done, which means your New Year's resolutions have been long tossed out the window. But do not bail out on eating right because built bar makes it easy. If you tried the puffs, if you have not, mm. you are missing out on one of built bar built bars best tasting items. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar, they're a treat covered in 100% real chocolate. Great flavors like cinnamon cheerio, coconut marshmallow, banana <laughs> cream pie. Again, all covered in 100% real chocolate. Most Built Bars contain just 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. That's the good stuff. Always great taste combinations. So go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, get 15% off your first order. Again, promo code LOCK15, 15% off at Built.com. <laughs> when you have churros and when you have Cheerios, you get Cheerios. Um, Locked on Lakers also brought to you by Bet Online. Football, Andy, it's over for the season, but basketball, it's in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From the latest odds, totals, and player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, uh, that one could be relevant to Lakers fans. BetOnline.net is, I'm just saying. Easy. It's the number one spot. I'm just, it's, am I wrong? It's the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. It's important to, to emphasize the local angle for all of these That's things. Uh, Bet Online remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, 
UFC odds right down to, you know, all, all, you know, they had the Olympics. They got everything coming up this summer. It's just the place to be. So head on the website today. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Head on to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the games start. Um, All right. So uh, more coming up on Monday's game. Uh, We'll see where this thing goes. And it's going to be a real interesting week in Lakerland. Thanks, everybody, for uh, stopping in with this bonus episode. Be sure to subscribe to Locked on Lakers on YouTube. See everybody Monday.